All right, we're live, Eric. This is Healthy for Now, podcast number 15, Goal Setting and Goals Part 2. So we were chatting right before I hit the record button here, and I was asking Eric specifically about his goals, and he said, in what aspect? And I said, just in what comes to mind when I say the word goals. And he was talking about business, which is which is good, which is healthy, because He's, he's hyper-focused on, you know, the growth in his, his Cairo business and, and taking care of people and um, creating a bit more freedom for himself. But at the same time, I wanted to ask, you know, what maybe his life goals are. Um, I've never actually asked him that specific question. And I'm going to let him take the floor here because uh, he threw something at me that I thought was a joke, but he's totally serious. So, uh where are we at, Eric? Um, so eventually, I want to own an island. I mean, I've been thinking about this since high school. I just think it'd be really cool. You can buy an island off of the coast of so many countries in South America, so many countries in Central America, and it'd just be cool, I think, to have your permanent getaway, where you can get away, you can do whatever you want. I also want to get my pilot's license, so that'd be pretty easy to kind of do things on my own. But... Um, I mean, yeah, that it's kind of a joke, but it's something that's also like in the back of my mind at all times, not all times, but I always come back to it because I enjoy my time away from people as much as anybody else that does. Um, I think most people need that reflection time and need that time to just kind of be by themselves. But like for real though, like when it comes to the goals that are on my, my mind all the time would be. I already have somewhat of a, or at least on the right track for a successful practice, in my opinion. I know that can change for everybody or that anyone who owns a business or anyone who is working, that's going to be different. But three is always, I mean, my office is called Triforce Chiropractic in O'Fallon, Illinois. And um, the number one question I get in my office is why Triforce? It's just a different name. It's, It's a powerful name, but it also means a lot to me because everything in my life happens in threes. I know that everyone talks about, oh, two famous people overdosed and now where's the third one going to die from? It does, You hear that in like popular culture, pop culture and all that stuff, but threes happen really well in my life. So this is my third practice. So try means three, if you think about it. Um, you don't have to think about it. I'll just tell you. So this is my third practice, technically. I went to Scotland, didn't work out. I worked at another office in O'Fallon, didn't work out. This one is doing really well. That's my third one. I want to own three different businesses. I want to own three different practices. I have two other friends who are chiropractors. They love the name Triforce Chiropractic. They might open a Triforce Chiropractic. Um, Let's see. I was a big Zelda fan growing up, so I'm kind of nerding out here, but the Triforce is in that game, and it's just, it's when three things come together and form one really makes three separate or a lot weaker than one full strong one. And when it comes to chiropractic, chiropractic is made up of three different things. It's made up of the philosophy, the art, and the science. So this is the real reason for Triforce and when it comes to my office is the chiropractic side of it because that's what I am. I'm a chiropractor. So the philosophy is more or less the how we think, why we think, why we adjust, why we're chiropractors, why it works, how it works from a physiological standpoint. The science aspect is the research behind it. And then the art is the actual adjustment and what we do in the office. 
So when it comes to my goals for business, I have a lot. I want to do a lot. I want to help as many people out. It's not just about me helping people in my practice as patients, but I want to help the next set of chiropractors not have to go through what I went through. I want them to go to work, enjoy treating patients and not have to deal with all the bullshit that I've had to deal with or the bullshit I'm dealing with now. Like it's stressful owning a business. You can, you know that it's stressful trying to grow it. So I don't want anyone else to have to worry about stuff like that. At least if I can help a few people along the way, then that's good for me. Now, when it comes to more life goals, yes, I want to have the successful practice and it comes back to business, but I also want to have a family. I mean, eventually, I don't, I mean, whenever that happens, it happens probably within the next few years, I'm, I'm assuming because everything else seems to fall in line. I look at my life as a little different than a lot of others because it seems like the majority of the friends that I have and the majority of the people that I hang out with, they did the stereotypical, you go to college for four years, maybe do a victory lap and you get a job right away. Okay, so you graduate at 22, 23 years old. There's nothing wrong with that. You go in the workforce, you start making money, you get your job. Me, my school was prolonged until, let's see, I graduated at 25 ish, maybe 26, math, not great. So either way, graduated at 25, went overseas, had to start over when I came back because that didn't work out, had to start over again when I opened my own practice. So I really didn't get to start living my adulthood life until 27. So my goals throughout that time changed because my original goal when it comes to practice, practice in Scotland for two years and travel all of Europe as much as I can. Second one, tra or then work in South Africa and travel along at, or out wherever I want to go in Africa for two years and come back by the time I'm 30. I'm still not 30 yet. So my goals from what I originally thought happened, and this is only four years ago, three years ago, completely changed. And sometimes it has to because you're throwing curveballs, you're throwing things that you think are important and they're really not. But I mean, ultimately I've got a girlfriend, we've been dating for four and a half years or something like that. Marriage is going to come eventually. So we got to kind of go down that route too, when it comes to a relationship. But I think that for me, and I know that I'm being criticized by a few people, or I have been criticized by a few people, but I don't want to rush into something until I feel like I'm financially stable. Because when I'm financially stable, everything else, in my opinion, will fall in line. Because that's just how my personality is. I don't necessarily think too much into something. If something works, great. If it doesn't, great. Why? So I don't get caught up too much on when goals fail, when I don't hit my goals, why I didn't hit my goals. I learn from everything that I do. And that is very difficult. And I think I'm in a small minority group there just because a lot of people, especially in 2020, because we're surrounded by so much negativity, it brings you down. And I feel like if you looked at me four years ago or even three, shit, two years ago when I opened my practice, you would think that I'm, com I'm a completely different person now. I've grown more in the last two years when it comes to business, relationship, when it comes to me as a person than any, like the other 20, how old am I? 29. Then the other 27 years combined, just because it's what has happened. I've been throwing curveballs. I've been, I've been doing everything. I know it was a long answer just from talking about an island, but uh, eventually I think going back, it'd be really cool to have all this stuff line up. And it will because I'm determined and I bust my ass every day to make sure that it does. You know, that brings up a really good point. Look, you're, you're persistent and it takes persistence. It takes a lot of things um, to 
allow your goals to kind of culminate into specifically what you want and you do have to make you do have to adapt to life and you have to pivot and things change and you know I think a lot of us are kind of going through that right now with you know the pandemic and you know the the struggles you know with you know elections in our countries and, and race and just it's sheer craziness and you know that's probably messing a lot of us up and you know people have to kind of people's businesses are getting wrecked and people have to change um, and pivot on a dime at, at sometimes so I think it's really important to you know have maybe a plan B um, or be at least be able and okay to pivot when necessary when things don't go your way because we've talked about it before and it's the truth you're gonna fail more than you're gonna be successful but you have to become another person you become more to actually achieve those goals if they're big enough right because you know usually when we say the word at least when I say the word goals it's like that dreamy goal that's way up in the sky that you really want but maybe you haven't gotten super specific of it, with it yet and it's time to dial that stuff in so the reason we wanted to circle back and do a you know a second podcast on just kind of goal setting as a general topic is because this is supposed to be the accountability piece for you to actually take some actions in your life so if you listen to the last one or you finally get to this podcast you know what did you do did you actually get more specific with your life because that's what it takes it takes getting specific and being able to measure out these things so you actually make progress on a day-to-day -day basis when you don't get specific and you say i want x you're gonna let life just happen to you and it's not gonna you're not gonna follow through you're not gonna land where you specifically want to because are you confident in it are you confident in your plan or are you just thinking and kind of guessing throughout the process so basically what you were saying eric is and this is a good point you value security as do a lot of people and i think it's really important to line out your core values first know what let's say five core values are in your life and in your mind that are just really easy for you to draw attention to and really easy for you to kind of soak in and use those as like a framework like a spider web to set your goals if you know you're gonna have to set aspects of your life so you've got business you've got relationships you've got fitness you've got health you've got you know all sorts of things spirituality you need goals for all of those sorts of things it can't just be going to the business side of things you have to have life goals and i would say those are most important before even business goals and career goals but this is what happens is and you're kind of drawing out the framework people they go to school they go to whatever college or they start their career force and that's all they start to focus on they just kind of go through the motions and if they're lazy they don't make the progress they really want and then if they're tenacious they climb the ladder real fast but do they land where they really want to are they too hyper focused on one specific area of their life and not broadening it out and and using their values as that framework like i said um hey there's you know 
there's a lot to this process of goal setting. What do you want? Why do you want it? How are you going to get there? What's going to get in your way? Be able to identify some of those things. And I, I want to recommend that you get specific in the sense of how do you like to learn? Are you a visual person? Are you an audio person? Do you have to write it out? Are you creative? If you're one of those kinds of people, yo, make a vision board, make an inspiration corner in your house, something that kind of gives you that positive feedback, gets you and it triggers you into action. Because what people fall into the habit of is collecting information. Because the internet's right at our fingertips, they think that more information is gonna solve their problem, but it's not action solves your problem. And this is why Eric is successful in his life because I'll be honest, Eric just goes, he's an action taker. I love it. I'm a little bit more strategic in how I, how, and that's something I had to learn about myself and that's where we balance each other out. Um, and there's pros and cons to both approaches. You have to do both. But for someone like me who does like to plan and prepare and kind of know where I'm going, I can get into that overthinking mode and I can think myself into submission and that's a problem. And if you see that trend in your life, you need to nip that in the ass and not let, not be that person, not judge yourself in those ways and say, no, I'm just going to go. Who's important in my life? I'm going to give you one last tip and let Eric take it. Who's important in your life? If you're the kind of person that, worries in the back of your mind about what other people think of you of course you want a good reputation you want to be believable but list out those people on paper who do i actually give a damn about you know what i'm doing in my life and even in what aspects because your family might not understand what you're trying to accomplish in business or they might not understand your relationship so when you are able to set parameters and boundaries in those situations around your life and say, I'm not going to let that stop me from pursuing what I really, really want. Those things are, those things are mission critical. If you're going to be successful, if you're going to set good goals and you're going to accomplish these things uh, and keep climbing into the person that you want to, you want to be in this life. Yeah. I, I mean, when you said what, who, what you just said kind of made me think of like how Gary Vee talks all the time. You just like stop caring so much about what others think. Who's ever holding your back? Who's ever holding you back? Figure it out. And uh, I think we all can get better at that because no one's perfect. I mean, I'm sure he's going to put on a front, but if he, if you get him one-on-one, -on -one, I'm sure there's still certain people that he values or the higher opinion than others, but that's everybody. But when you said that you got to live by your core values, so I'm part of this mastermind group that the people they're out in um, England and they told, I did this whole section on kind of creating core values for my practice and your core, my core values for my practice aren't necessarily just for my practice because when it comes to what I do outside the office, I, I look at my job as not just a career, but a lifestyle. I'm always a chiropractor. I'm always out in the public. I'm always answering questions. Oh, you're a chiropractor you're either gonna get oh i already have a chiropractor 
can you crack me or what do you do like it's one of those three no matter what and um so i'm just going to list off a couple of my core values that i have for my office that kind of spread into my life as well so the first one is play at 100 percent, and then you're supposed to give your all at all times and that's at work and home sometimes i have a busy day and i don't have the energy to put in the or to do all of the notes so i take my computer home and i make sure that they get done uh, do more than it, or also what's under play under or play at 100% is do more than expected and expect the same from you as well as everyone else. Because if you're giving 100%, then everyone else around you should be doing the same thing as well. You don't need anyone else bringing you down. Uh, number two is show up early, be early or show up, be early and prepared. So I lack very much so on the prepared aspect because I'm not big into planning but I always show up, I'm always early, and I always make sure that I can get everything done as much as I can. But I also realize that, hey, there's always tomorrow. You don't have to stress out if something doesn't get done today because there's always time tomorrow. You can always fit in something. Then some of you might think like, oh, that's procrastination. No, it's not procrastination because I'm making sure that I'm still doing as much as I possibly can that day. You can all, there's not enough time in the day for every single task that you might have. But I also am very anal about being on time or being early. Like I, so many of my friends are always late to everything and just like, holy shit, if we say be there at seven, be there at seven. Don't show up at fucking halftime. Just like, Jesus, bud. Because um, if you fail, and this is, what, this is what sucks about me lacking on the prepared aspect, but by failing to prepare, you prepare to fail. And that's where I need to kind of figure out. And Hugh said that on a, at least one podcast before. Um, but it is important and it's true. And I know that I need to work on that. Uh, open and honest communication. That's huge. Uh, I know you and I have gotten ne not necessarily into it, but we've lacked on communication on certain aspects of this podcast, but we've grown from it. And now we're doing a lot better and all that stuff too. Um, pursuing growth and learning. Always be learning. Always be trying to grow. Always be trying to better yourself. And that I learn just as much from my patients as they learn from me. So I'm big on education in my office. We're always talking about, yes, we talk about how was your weekend and that type of stuff, but we always bring it back to some sort of educational moment in my practice, whether that's health for them, health in general, health from me, something that I learned that day from another patient. I'm always trying to help other people grow because I want others to help me grow as well. And then serve with high energy and a big heart. So don't take anyone for granted. Always celebrate with everyone because you want to make sure you, you sharing your greatness can help someone else get out of a funk. Someone that is struggling might benefit from you saying like, hey, you know what? And I, people tell me all the time to not like, granted, the people that tell me this have no clue how to run a business and have not been in a business ever. So it's kind of like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. But when patients ask how my business is doing, I'm straight up with them. I'm like, I'm doing really well now. Like when you first started coming in, I wasn't seeing, I was seeing half as many people as now. So it's just like, I'm very upfront with my patients because I feel like in my office setting, it's a family more or less. So when you're in there, you realize that I actually do care about you as a person, not just a patient. So I always share my wins. I always try to serve my patients with a high energy. Now, and on the first visit with every patient, I always say, hey, 
I want you to let me know if you feel like you're not getting the same care that you're that I've given you in the past, or if it's any less, bring bring it to my attention. Because that means one, I need to look in the mirror and be like, hey, stop being an asshole. Or two, maybe I need to hire someone or figure out another aspect from it. Because I've talked about it on the last goal, uh, last episode with goal setting, is that hey, sometimes you need to take a step back and look at what's worked in the past. Because if it worked in the past, it's gonna work in the future. That's how it do don't fix something that's not broken. So if something is working for you, if something's getting you on that right track, keep doing it. And as soon as you stop, look backwards, figure out what was working before. All of that is how I kind of function very, very like generally, but that's how I function in my office. That's how I treat every patient who walks in the door. And that's not just patients, that's friends as well. Like I have a bunch of friends that come to me when there's a problem because they know that they can rely on me. I have a bunch of friends like that too. Chris is one of them. Yeah. Um, I think I really liked what you said. I had it written down and it's, you know, maybe you don't know where to start. Maybe someone doesn't know where to start. You know, the goal setting is a skill. You have to develop the skill. And this is a, this is a valuable skill. It will make you money. It will bring you happiness. It will bring you joy. And we can also bring you, if you do not develop the skill of goal setting, you're just letting life happen to you and you are just floating along. And, you know, I can't relate because that's not the kind of person that I want to be. Those are not the kind of people that I want to surround myself with. I want someone who's, I want to be around people who are better than me in certain areas of my life because I'm hungry for more. I'm hungry to be the best coach I can be. And Eric's, you know, hungry to be the best Cairo and, and health provider that he can be as well. And just general in-person stuff. So he made a good point of, if you're not sure where to start, reflect and expand on your past success. Just identify, give yourself the pat on the back, right? Soak in that success you've seen in the past, whether it came naturally to you or you busted your ass to get there. Maybe if you played sports in the past, you can use that as a reference, just as a simple example, because a lot of people have done something like that. I want to ask the question, are you living healthy for now? Right, that's the name of the podcast, but that's like the overarching question is, are you living healthy for now? And I hope the answer is yes, but in what aspects? If you listed out the aspects of your life, you'd probably find some clarity and say, oh, these seven aspects are great. My relationships are great. You know, I love my wife. My relationship's great with my friends. My career is great. Oh, but I actually struggle with other, like extended family relationships. Who knows? Hey, it's improvement season all the time. 365 days of the year, you have the opportunity to get better. And you need to have some clarity. So if, if you were to like walk a mile in someone's shoes and, you know, you just kind of, it's Freaky Friday, right? You trade a body, body, mind with them. And w- would the other person get into your life and say, the hell is going on? This is total chaos. Or are they going to be like, wow, this is really well organized. And this person knows what they're going for in life. Where do you want to land? Who do you want to be? Who are you on the inside? Who are you hiding from? Are you hiding from yourself? Are you hiding things from others? It's okay to not know what's going on, but 
don't dwell on that. Don't be the victim. Start to focus. Goals are measurable. Fantasies and dreams are not. I'm going to repeat that. Goals are measurable. Fantasies and dreams are not. Dreams are great. They're awesome. They're fun. It's fun to daydream. I think it's great for brainstorming as long as you put those things into action, right? Don't make so many assumptions about what other people think of you or if your goals are valid in life. Just focus on what actually feels good from like a vibration perspective. What feels good on the inside, in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit. And if you do those things, you're definitely setting goals in line with what you value in life. So there's a lot that has, you know, you got some work to do. I will say that because I spent the last week putting a lot of things on paper and I feel like I have a, some solid skills in goal setting, um, but I, I can tell I have some work to do. So, you know, I know others do as well. There's room for you to improve. That's all we want. We want you to live healthy for now and be able to spread that across the board um, you know, in all aspects of your life. Right, Eric? Absolutely. I think that that was a way better way of saying it than I said it last week or two weeks ago whenever we recorded it. Because you have to measure. I mean, if you want to see growth, you have to measure it. If you don't measure, how are you going to know if there is growth? If you're speculating, then you're lying. If you speculate that, hey, yes, this is getting better, you're probably lying to yourself just because you want to hear something positive. So instead of trying to better your, or make believe better yourself, actually do it, write it down, figure it out, find your goal, refine it, get more specific, measure, measure, measure. I'm going to, I'm going to leave this one thing, you know, with, with everyone from, from your friendly fitness coach, yo, I want to be healthy is not a goal. I want to lose weight is not a goal. Yo, it's a starting place. You're not wrong for feeling that way, but you are failing to get specific and get clear about what you want when those things happen. How is life better when you lose the 30 pounds? How is life better? when you accomplish these things? What is healthy to you? In what aspect? So if you see the trend here, I'm all about pushing more questions on yourself to, because it's on you. This is all on you. You know, you, you got some things to think about. You got some actions to take. I hope you found something valuable from this podcast. We all did. All right, so we're going to wrap it up there unless Eric has anything else he wants to sprinkle on top. Nope, I'm good. Perfect. Well, this is Healthy For Now podcast number 15, goals part two. Yo, give us a review, y'all. We got a lot of cool things coming. Eric and I mapped out the rest of 2020. It's going to be real good. Maybe we'll give you a little sneak peek on social media about what that might look like uh, as we move forward and um, we've gotten more clear on what our goals are for the podcast. We're really excited to keep delivering and over delivering, uh, some, some awesome shit. So, uh, catch you guys later.